Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you sick and tired of high electricity bills? Anywhere from $200 per month or higher? Do you own a home or business and have been looking for a reputable solar company to give you a no-pressure-free quote? Well, contact Ethical Solar Solutions today and see why hundreds of people are saving thousands of dollars every year making the switch to solar without spending a dime out of pocket. Get your obligation-free quote today. In this episode, we sit down with Brazilian professional fighter Bruno Oliveira, and we dive deep into his decision to move out of Brazil and come to the United States without knowing any English, have any plan, and had 500 U.S. dollars in his pocket. Fast forward today, Bruno is a top striking coach fighting out of American Top Team in Coconut Creek and coaches at American Top Team Fort Lauderdale. This is his story. All right, so we are here. Welcome to Get Lost with Nick Hefke. This is episode one with Bruno Oliveira. Bruno, why don't you say hi to my audience as well as yours and introduce yourself, brother. What's up, guys? What's up, Nick? So first thing, I want to thank you for the opportunity to talk to you, to talk to your fans, to talk to everybody that's going to watch and these amazing podcast we're gonna talk up about a lot of things we have a lot of stories so yeah i'm uh, i'm so happy to be here and talking to you and let's go let's go let's my man go. <laughs> i love it i fucking love it let's go bruno <laughs> Well, ladies and gentlemen, I first and foremost want to introduce Bruno. I'm just going to give you a little bit more background about how Bruno and I have pretty much just walked in each other's lives and how we kind of cross paths and the story's really insane. And then we're going to dive in a little bit more and talk about Bruno and some of what Bruno is currently doing, some decisions that Bruno's made in his past, one of which I actually look up to him for for the things that I believe that you can be able to gain a lot from. So first and foremost, he's currently a fighter out of American Top Team. That's where Bruno and I were introduced. When I was traveling across the United States, I decided to make a little pit stop in Fort Lauderdale. And Bruno and I, when I walked into the gym, immediately hit it off. And we were able to build a friendship because Bruno made a very ballsy, awesome, badass decision to leave Brazil, come to the United States in pursuit to be a professional fighter, to look for a better life, to continue that wanderlust travel experience. And Bruno, I want to ask you, what got you to make the decision to finally say, all right, Brazil, it's time that I have to say, see you later. I'm going to America and I'm going to go and test my skills. Yeah, first of all, like I'm Bruno Oliveira, I'm a professional MMA fighter. Uh, I'm always, since I'm, I'm, I was a kid, I'm always trying to find something that I can really do, like 
for love, you know. So I was always in this sport. I played soccer. I played basketball. Uh, so I'm, I was always in the sport. And my dad always, like, pushing me, hey, you have to leave from the, for this sport, you know. You have to leave like that. You're, like, you're an athlete. Since I was a kid, he knew that. So uh, he was always pushing me, pushing me to train. No, go train. Yeah, don't go out. Go train. You need to train. You need to be focused. You need to be focused in your future. So uh, at some point in my life, I just decided, okay, I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to leave training. And, you know, if I need to train people, I, I train people to, to survive, to, to pay my bills. But I'm going to be a professional fighter. So I decided to quit my job. Everybody just said, oh, you're crazy. You're crazy. Don't do that. Like, and, but thank God I have a, like a great family and like my dad, my mom and all my family, they always supporting me. So they always, okay, this is why you love, this is why you want, just go for it. You know? So I just decided, okay, now just sport. Okay. So what? I was working and like like changing and I quit the job. I started working at gym and fighting, competing. And but the life just, you know, everything just matched. Like boom, it's right now. So I was competing. I was doing good in Brazil, but you know, Brazil is a amazing country. I love Brazil, but we don't have too too much too much uh opportunities so I was yeah I think right now I need something else you know I need to to change my level I need to train with better fighters and so because this I start to studying where I could go to 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 be a better fighter you know and since I was a kid watching movies with my dad watching like series like old movies I was always like dreaming, I want to live in Miami, you know? So I was a kid and, and telling my dad, hey, dad, I want to live in Miami. Uh, I like too much the, the series. Uh, uh, probably you remember Miami Vice. So oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like a big fan. So I'm going to be the Miami Vice, and blah, blah, blah. So always dreaming about that. So... I just saw that American top team, like right now, is the is the best gym in the world. Like many years, uh, always the the best gym in the world. Big gym, just champions over there, you know. So a lot of UFC fighters, Bellator fighters, a lot of world champions. So I was, wow, that, this is good. It's in Florida, so close to Miami. I'm always. You know, dream to go to Miami, to live in Miami. So ah, it's kind of like one hour, you know, so it's not so far. So I think I'm going to try. And then I met, uh, I met my, my old manager. So we start talking and he said, oh, you have to, you have to be here so I can help you. But, but in Brazil is a little bit hard, you know. I, I can't help you too much in Brazil. So 
this was the time that, okay, let me see what I have here in Brazil. Uh, I'm a professional fighter. I'm a high level in the sport. I know my, 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 my skills. I know like how good I can be, how good I was, you know? So I was okay. In Brazil, I don't have too much things to do. So, okay, let's, let's leave Brazil. Brazil, sorry, but I'm leaving. And I just told my family, oh, I'm leaving. I'm, I gotta go. I have anything to do right here anymore. Nobody wants to fight me in Brazil. And I have, I have a lot of trouble in Brazil with, with the fights, you know? Uh, a lot of guys, they just drop the, you know, I oh, don't want to fight. They accept the fight and then boom. Something happened. Oh, I hurt my, my eyes. Oh, I hurt my shoulder. Oh, I hurt my hair. My hair just, you know, is not growing. So I can't fight. I don't know. A lot, like too many excuses. I have a show. I had a show that my fight was the main event. So the main event is like the most important fight of the night, right? And my opponent just, they just chained my opponent nine times, nine. So nine guys said yes, and then said no. I was so upset. I went there to fight the last the last guy. This last guy showed up to the waitings, right? He showed up to the waitings, he made the wait, and then I went to the show. This guy just disappeared. He disappeared. And I was, oh my God, I can't believe. So I went there to the octagon, got the microphone. Okay, guys, you're not gonna, you guys not gonna see me fighting tonight because like no one, no one wants to fight me. And, and I was, okay, time to go. And then I just, you know, I started working to, to, to buy the, the ticket, the airplane ticket, the flight. And I was trying to find a way to stay here in America. And okay, so I find a, a friend. So this friend just told me, no, no, come here. I'm gonna set up everything for you. Just try to, to bring some money because here the thing is like, you think it's, it's not expensive, but it's expensive, it's in dollars. So just make sure you just get ready, you know, just come here like ready to, you know, maybe you gotta find a, a work. You're gonna train, but you have to work because the thing is expensive. I was oh, okay. It's not a problem. Like in Brazil, I have to work a lot. I have to work hard. And I have to train. I have to do a lot of things. So it's just the same, you know. So, so I came here. I just wanted to kind of chime in on that for a quick second. I just wanted to just pause for a quick second and just ask, can you walk me through exactly what was going through your mind when you decided to quit? When you were in Brazil and you were like, okay, the job that I'm working right now, the nine to five, uh, the part time, uh -huh. whatever, whatever it is that you were currently doing at that point in time, what was the X factor that finally got you to be like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm leaving. I'm going to start looking at new opportunities where I could really test myself. Was there, was there a moment? Was there an experience? What got you to finally pull the trigger? Yeah, I was, I was in a, in a job working, uh, 
an insurance company. Okay. Yeah, I already work in a lot of companies. You have no idea how many how many <laughs> jobs I had in my life. Everybody thinks is nah, this is not true. You didn't work with this. You didn't work with that. Like it's too many things. Like I was just jumping like job by job, like jumping, jumping, jump, because yeah. I wasn't happy, you know? I was working like with phones. Nah, I can't be on the phone, you know? I can be on the phone and look the window, like a big sun, just, you know, shine, just shine in my face. I was, oh my God, no, no, I can't be here. I can't be in the room. So I was working in an insurance company and like it's it's funny that I was doing good. I was doing good, and I was oh my god! Like, close. <laughs> I, the sales I job, baby. Like, <laughs> my god. And I got there. I got there nine a.m. No, not nine. A little bit before. I think fifteen minutes before nine. I got there to get ready to start working. And I was looking like, oh my God, I can't be here. I'm looking the, like the windows, the people walking in the street, like the place that, that I was working was a big avenue. It's like New York, you know, like, yep. like you know, Times Square It's like Times Square, but I was okay. working there like, and people walking like everywhere. I was, no, oh my God, I can't stay here. I couldn't, I couldn't focus. I couldn't focus like two hours. Like I was, no, oh my God, I couldn't do anything. I was so mad. I want to like to, to change my car. I want to, to do a lot of things and I couldn't because, you know, the job, I could make, make the money, but not enough to do everything. And I wasn't happy with that. So I was, but if I fight, if I get a good fight, maybe I can just wake up. I can be rich, you know, I can <laughs> just win a fight and you know what I'm doing here. So I, okay, I, I quit. So I went to my manager. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta talk to you right now. He was like, because I never did this before. I never did this before. He was, okay, just give me, give me, give me a second. No, I, I gotta talk right now. No, it's right <laughs> now. I, I can't talk after, it's right now because after it's gonna be late i'm not gonna be here so hey can you because in brazil is a little bit different than america so i asked him hey can you fire me he was what <laughs> no please can you fire me because if you fire me Bruh. i can get more money than if i just just quit you know <laughs> yes and he was are you crazy? <laughs> I was, no, maybe I'm looking crazy, but I'm not. I need that. So can you help me with that? He, he just said, no, of course, no. I have no, I have no, no, no reason to do that. Well, let me help you, Mr. Boss. I'll just get fired right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm, no, I'm not firing you. I have no reason. Like, I have no numbers to, to show my boss that I have to fire you. How am I going to fire you? Like, no, I was okay. So I'm firing myself right now. So I'm quitting. 
Bye. You're not going to see me here anymore. He was, no, please don't do that. I need you. Like, the team need you. No. I was, no, no, no. I'm leaving. I'm going to go to 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 the person over there in the other level. I, I don't remember. Other floor. And so, Bruno, just quit. so, Bruno, I'm sorry to stop you there. And I love that story, yeah, by the way. I was, okay. I was... I was hoping you were going to be like, oh, you need a reason to fire me? Well, what? Sales call? Bro, because he was like, he, he, he was so nice with me. So I couldn't do like anything stupid. I, I, really, <laughs> thought, I really thought something like, I'm going to do something like, you know, right? something like, here, maybe just break some table. I don't know. Or sell some more insurance and just change yeah, your sales script you know, and make it funny. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, I was, <laughs> I was thinking like, but you know, I, I can't do like a stupid thing. Like I'm crazy. I'm a fighter because if you were a fighter, of course you have like, you're not so good in the head. <laughs> but I just wanted to touch down onto that for a very quick second. What did it feel like when you were walking out after you quit your job? Right? Explain the, that to me. Explain the first that. step. The first step. The first step. I just the first step. <laughs> outside. Outside the, the company, <laughs> outside the building. Was like I just grabbed my tie. I just <laughs> yeah. like a superman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right now. I'm free. <laughs> I'm free. So I just call my, my coach. Hey coach. Hey, no job anymore. Just find a fight for me right now. I need to fight and I want to train. I'm not working anymore. So I got to fight. And he was, hey, I was going to ask you if you want to, if you want to, to, to take some classes because I have no time right now. So you can start working at the gym. I was, what? Can you believe it was the same day I quit my job? My coach just just told me, just ask me, you want to take a, you want to take the class and work at the gym? I was. <laughs> this is the answer. This is the answer. You know, this is the answer. So, I was. It's right now. It's right now. It's okay. It's right now. And I I was just, bro. I was so happy. I was so. I was feeling so, you know, so light. So. You know? And I love that. That 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 story, Bruno, is amazing. The anxiety that was going on in your head prior to making the decision to quit. Talk to me about that. Yeah, like at the same time, I was happy, but I I I would not lie. I was a little bit worried. How I'm gonna pay my bills? Yeah. How I'm gonna get home and tell my mom I quit my job. <laughs> And Bruno, how old were you at this I was, time? Uh, I was, I think, I was 20, 24, I think, 24. So yeah. Super young. Super yeah, young. I was 24, something like that. 24, had, 25. Had a pretty good opportunity in regard to living the potential 9 to 5. Hey, uh -huh. I've yeah, got a structured, regimented life where I'm making, uh -huh. you know, consistent money. And yeah, it's yeah. not giving me very much fulfillment, but it's uh -huh. paying my bills. And yeah. 
Now, I was going... in a big company in Brazil. I was working in a big company. Everybody told me, you have a great job. Don't do that. No, I already did. Right? I did already. <laughs> you went from living that traditional lifestyle to deciding one day, you know what? Yeah. This isn't giving me what I wanted. This isn't giving me fulfillment. This isn't giving me the, you know, feeling of wanting to get up in the morning and trying to continue to pursue this. So instead, you identified what a significant passion of yours was and yeah. decided to go ahead and dive into the deep end and dive into the unknown and take a very unfamiliar path that a lot of people are afraid of. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because this is pretty much how I've lived my life the last 12 years. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know that. And for somebody who's been pretty successful with the decision that you've made so far, I mean, right now you're currently training at one of the most world-renowned MMA gyms that you could find. You're represented by some of the best, some of the best management that you can ask for. You've got big name fights coming up. What would you tell the 24-year-old Bruno who is anxious and worried and stressed and just constantly sitting there yeah. in fear of uh -huh. making that choice to go ahead and pull the trigger and try a different path, try and pursue a goal or even a passion that might equal happiness. What would you tell that 24 year old guy, Bruno? Yeah, right now I can't, I can tell that guy, Bro, you fucking badass. Because <laughs> yeah. nobody does that. Like it's too too little the number of the people just, you know, just stop to think and no, I gotta do that. And I gotta change challenge myself, you know? And I know that. And that time I knew like inside me, I knew I could do that, you know. I knew I was uh, bro, I, I, I'm good on that, you know. I can see, I can see the fear of the people when they in front of me, you know, fighting with me. I can see, I can, I can see the other people around, how they look at me when I'm going and when I'm walking to the cage, walking to the ring. So I could see that. Even you feel like I, I have like, I can tell it's like, it's not anything like anything. I felt like it's the same that go into the into the, the fight in inside the cage inside the ring. So and after that, you just get a paycheck. That's great. <laughs> That's great. You just you know, and you just born with that. You know, I think you can you can build up a person like that. You know, uh, I think like. This kind of person, you're just born like that, you know. You you are a guy that is like that. I can we just met and I like was I like this guy because yeah. I I could see you're just you're just okay. I'm gonna travel. I'm gonna live my life. I'm gonna work like my stuff, but free. I think the word is like freedom. This is uh this is the thing I think I I always had inside me. I need my freedom. And there I knew it. Like I can't be free right here. Yeah, I I could see everybody just working like inside the box. Inside the box. Everybody yep. over there. And I was, no. I'm not from I'm not I'm not from here. 
I can't be here, no. I have the whole world to to explore. And uh, I was, oh, no, no, no. I'm, I have a, a big fear inside me that time I had. But at the same time, I, have, I had something very big. Like, I was too confident that, no, I'm good. Uh, I can do that. I'm going to find my, my dreams, you know. I'm going to pursue it. Like, until, until I die, I'm going to do that until I die. I'm gonna fight. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get my belt one day. I'm gonna get my millions one day, and yeah. that's it. You know. <laughs> yeah. So I knew it. I was. Uh, I was very like. I was worried. I, I was scared. I was. You know. But at the same time, I, I had something like very strong inside me that just hey, just go. You know, just go. <laughs> you yeah. got this. And then I just find myself here. You know, after. I don't know, too many years, I'm here in the place that I, I was always dreaming, you know. This is amazing, you know. So, Bruno, let, let me ask you a question. Now, what would you tell another fighter right now who might be in Brazil or another Latin American country or maybe Southeast Asia or some other foreign country where they're maybe in a nine to five job or looking for a job or just out of college and they're unhappy, unfulfilled, and they're sitting there wondering what might be out there for them. And they're sitting there kind of gun shy, kind of just stuck and afraid to make the choice to go and make that crazy adventure, to take that crazy risk, to go to the United States without learning English prior to going and still coming out successful or walking away with a blue check mark or, you know what I mean? How, uh -huh. how could you try and convey that, that cheat code that you were able to apply in your life to turn off all of the catastrophizing negative thoughts of, oh my God, the worst case scenario is going to happen. And I better just stay still and continue to keep my depressing job. What advice could you give another aspiring fighter to make a similar choice to you to leap into the unknown, to go to another country like the United States, one of the hardest places to make it, and pursue a fighting career? And I'll let you start. The thing is, I think... That guy, that guy is there in Brazil or in another country, you know, another country that is not like America. And he have a dream. He have a dream to come to America or to change the life, you know, for real. And that have a nine to five job. I don't know, a regular job. Like, I, I respect all the people that have, those jobs, you know, just don't work for me. But I think that guy, he have, it's not too many people because you can, you can see a lot of fighters. You can see a lot of people, they can say, they can say, oh, I dream about that. Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to, you know, but the little number of the fighters that have the same thing I had that time, I think we can we we don't need to say too much things for this guy, you know. This guy gonna find the way 
this guy is gonna like fight for something. He's gonna like, oh, I, I have to save money. I have to, I have to buy a, a flight. So I, I gotta save money. I gotta, you know, I, I gotta, I don't do anything stupid. I can't get arrested. I can, you know, maybe I, I can get a baby. I can have a baby, you know, because it's gonna change your life. So I'm gonna do everything good, everything I can do. If I have to save money, I'm gonna save money. If I have to not go out with my friends, I'm not going out with my friends because I know if I go out, I'm not gonna mm -hmm. save money. I'm not gonna, I don't know. I'm gonna put me in risk because I'm a fighter. And like in nightclubs, you know what happened, alcohol, the people is crazy. So everybody knows that. So I'm gonna hold for, for now for Ryo, because I know when I get there, when, where I want, I can enjoy the time, you know? So what I, what I did, let's do everything right right now. Let me hold the good things, the, you know, the, the good things that the young, the, the young people likes, like, oh, uh, drink, go out, club, I don't know, stupid things, you know? And I know everybody's gonna say, oh, this guy's boring. He don't, doesn't do anything. He's like, oh, uh, I can I can do this, I can do that. I have a training. I have trained at morning, I have trained afternoon, I have trained at night, I have training holidays. So every time I was like, the people were saying, oh, let's go. I was, no, I have a train. So I didn't skip wow. the train. I didn't skip the train. The people didn't the people didn't see me wake up five in the morning before work to go running, you know? Five in the morning, go run, okay, go back home, take a shower, boom, let's go work. Okay, stop during the, the work, go lunchtime, go to the gym, train a little bit, come back to work and blah blah blah. Okay, quit the job. Kick a quit a, a, a good opportunity to, to make money to to get a good life. So nobody saw that. But you just do that if you really if you really have this, like if you have a dream and if you really believe this life is for you, you know. If you really believe you're gonna do that. So that guy is in Brazil working, boring. Because don't have opportunity. Once you go, once you just get in the plane and and get it to to America, this guy is gonna do everything is possible. I did that. I know it's possible. Looks impossible for me. A guy that is come from the hood in Brazil, you know, and hood from the hood in São Paulo, that is a yeah, it's not a good place not a not a good opportunity to to go to america not a word you know another word so everybody just look at me in brazil everybody just yeah i remember that i remember the time we were like waking up very early yeah at morning go to run at night and the people just make fun of me doing shadow boxing in front of my house you know because like the gym was closed, but 
I had to train, you know. The gym yep. was closed, was late. So I was, you know, let's do some shadow box right here in uh, in the street. You know, oh, Rocky Balboa running, you know, <laughs> making fun. Yeah. Those people, the same people. If I open, if I open my, my DM right now, I can show you, I don't know, like 500 messages of this, like the people like that, you know, people that make fun of me. Put you down, yeah. That day. And right now they're messaging me, oh, I'm, I'm keep watching you. You're doing great and blah, blah, blah. You know, the same people. So believe, don't hear these people. Don't hear. If you need to, to not hear your family, don't hear your family, you know. Don't hear wow. your friends. You're by yourself, you know. You're by yourself. Nobody, nobody goes to train for you. Nobody goes to, to, to get in bad situation for you. So you're by yourself. Just do for you, you know. So when I went to when I went to Vegas to fight for for UFC the Contender Series, they asked me a question: Who you fight for? You know who? Nobody. I fight for me. I fight for because I love. I fight for my life. I don't fight for my family. I don't fight for my friends. If they like me, if they like when I'm fighting, they're gonna watch. But anything is going to change, you know? Anything is going to change. They're not going to train for me. They're not going to put the, their faces on, on the line and get a punch in the face. It's yeah. just me. I fight for me. I fight because I like to knock people out. <laughs> people were like surprised. They were, okay, yeah, I fight for me. So I don't believe those guys. Oh, I fight for my family. I fight for my, my people. This is not true. Because the people, they're not there for you. So this is what, what I say. Go for yourself. Don't wait for nobody. Do everything right. Okay? Everything right. Plan everything. And go forward, you know? Because you're by yourself. Amazing, Bruno. I love it, dude. Like, you know, the amount of discipline required to have had to continue that training regime over in Brazil. Where, uh -huh. dude, 5, 5 a.m. in the morning. I bet I'm going to Brazil literally in a week, yeah. right? And I've been to Brazil yeah. all, all, all around Brazil. Oh, yeah. And, dude, you know, 5 a.m., you don't want to be outside because that's when shit happens. <laughs> Nobody wants. Yeah, dude. No, like, no sun. Yeah. Just going out. It looked like you, you didn't sleep, you know, because you, <laughs> you got home late. You wake up early. And... It's weird. You didn't sleep, but you got to go, you know? Bruno, I want to just touch on the idea of coming to America as a Brazilian national, right? So making the decision to work and have work opportunities here in the United States, how did all of that come together? Did, did things start coming together when you were in Brazil and you had things already kind of paved together and had a clear blueprint of what was going to happen when you came to the United States? Or did you come here with a little money in your bank account, showed up at American Top Team or another gym, and was like, I'm here to kick some ass? How did that all happen? Uh, I had plan like how to get here you know but 
the plan just was over when I got here. Trust me, I got here with $500. This was my life. Stop. 500 US. And yeah. So you showed up to the United States of America for $500. Yeah. How long have you practiced English or how well would you have comprehended the English language? I never went to the school. I don't know. <laughs> it was, I just yeah. learned English like surviving, you know. I got here with $500 and my friend Eduardo, uh, this is like uh, like a brother that life just gave me. Yep. He just he just told me, hey, I'm gonna get you like I'm gonna pick you up in the airport, you know. Uh so you can you can stay like for the night, you know. You can stay for the night, uh my home and we see what to do. But we have to work, you know. So he 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 helped me to start working, and he found uh, another place so I could stay because at his home was like little. I could stay there, so I start working, like start work, like the next day, start working, and to pay the place, you know. So we talked to the guy, oh, like another friend that now he's my friend too. His mm -hmm. name is Diomar. So we talked to him, hey, I'm going to I'm going to work this week, okay? And we did the money that I got in the that I got in the in the work. I'm going to pay like your your rent and he was okay, no problem, no problem. It's like you are Eduardo's friend, so I'm going to trust you. So I was what a okay. Legend. What a thank legend, you. Dude. Yeah, thank you. Uh, so, but you gotta pay, you know. I was no. I'm gonna work right now. I'm going to work, you know. So I just got there. So the first week, I, I was working, working in construction, and you know. So in the first week, I paid the rent. Okay, now I'm a little bit, a little bit fine, you know. <laughs> And then I start working and, and went to the American top team to talk to, to my old manager. And he told me, oh, uh, let's, let's see what happened. Let's start working. I can, you know, I can like get you in the team, you know? So I start training. It was hard because I had to work <laughs> and I had to go to the gym, you know? And I, I worked in a lot of things, you know, construction, like moving stuff, so like, uh, like cleaning, everything. Like I was cleaning like restaurants, uh, like at night, and the <laughs> restaurant just closed. Everybody just go home. Uh, Bruno just go to a restaurant, <laughs> like, like two a.m. until like six a.m. cleaning restaurant to wake up like in the morning to go train and then go work. So it was crazy, but you know, you know what? It was crazy, but the experience uh, is something that nobody can take for, from you, you know? Yeah, that's so humbling. I was, oh, uh, yeah, this is what I wanted. I was, Dude. that's hard, man. That's hard, but this is not going to make me quit, you know? 
It's not going to make me quit. If I, if I can handle that, bro, when I get there, where I want, it's going to be so fun, you know? And here I am, you know? I'm, I'm still nobody. I'm still nobody. But I know everybody that see me here and saw me there, they're like, they're proud of me, you know? And the, the most important people, not the most, the, but I have two, two people that are most important for me is my dad and my mom. My mom is still in Brazil. My dad still see me from, from there. Okay, so I'm pretty sure he is very proud. And That's he so was my, my, like, my biggest supporting, you know, support supporter. people, you know. So <clears throat> that's great. It's just just love, you know. You can see the story, you can see the years, and you remember everything. It's just love, you know. I know it's not for everybody to do the way I did, you know. So it's it's amazing. I feel so great. Amazing, Bruno. I mean, dude, five hundred bucks and coming yeah. to America is fucking uh-huh. ballsy, and I love yeah. it. That's 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 the one aspect of your story where I'm kind of floored a little bit. Uh-huh. And I mean, I've met thousands and thousands of people around the world um, for my audience. And I know this is my first episode, but I've traveled to over 60 countries around the world. I showed up to Australia on a drunk dare with $5,000 in my bank account, didn't know a single soul in the country, didn't have a single plan. I just showed up in 2012 and says, I'm here, let's figure it out. A Brazilian guy at a bar in New Zealand when we were blind drunk told me to go and do it. So I was like, fuck it, let's do it. Let's do it. (laughs) Exactly. But in your story, in your situation, and that's one thing I really wanted to highlight here is, dude, $500 showing up to America without speaking a single word of English, not having a single plan already paved out for you, but yet you still had the wherewithal and the balls to still make the choice, make the leap, come to the United States and make that decision to test yourself in pretty much one of the hardest places to make it happen. And you, in my eyes, and I think a majority of my audience and your audience would agree that you're doing really well, dude. I mean, you're a Thank you're you. a top striking coach at a at a top gym across the United States. You are represented by some of the best managers in the industry. You've you know you're working. You've you're setting yourself up to the point where you've got a very promising career ahead of yourself. Yeah, and and that story alone, I think, could captivate a lot of people who were that 24 year old Bruno who were in that similar situation, who's stuck in Brazil, who's stuck in Mexico, who might be some other Latin American country or Southeast Asia or even Australia, New Zealand, even though I think, and they're looking at other countries to be like, damn, I've always dreamed of being able to go there, live there, work there, live the that country's dream. But for some reason, if it's fear or some other element, they don't take the leap. They sit there, they yeah. catastrophize, they think of the worst situations possible, They and they focus on that. But we're looking at Bruno Oliveira, who showed up to the United States with 500 fucking dollars, not a single plan in store, kicked its ass and made it happen. And detail. One detail. $500. Go for it. 
$500. When I got here, so I went there to find a place to live and I had to work, right? So in Florida, like, if you don't have a car, if you don't have something that you can go to the place, it's worse. <laughs> so $500, I, I took $300 to buy a scooter. So $300, <laughs> I bought, like, I, I just paid, like, half of the scooter. And I told the guy, I'm going to pay you. I'm going to pay you. In two weeks, I'm going to pay you the, the other half. So $600 the scooter so I could work, you know. So I took $300. I just kept, I just kept like $200 to eat and, you know, to do these stuff. And let's go. Let's find the American dream, you know. And it's funny because I still have this scooter. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna sell this. Hell no! Right, you keep I that. I still shit. have this. Yeah, yeah. You keep that. Yeah. Uh, someday I'm gonna. I'm gonna show you for you. She's. She's there. <laughs> she's there. Just. I'm gonna take care of her. You know. But this scooter is gonna be mine. My son one day is gonna see this scooter. Was the That's first. Awesome. The first thing I bought in America to help me survive. Yeah, there's, uh, I'm going to send you some pictures of this scooter, some videos, some funny videos with this scooter. <laughs> a big guy with a, a 50cc scooter. Stop. It's funny. Yeah. It was fun time. It was a fun time. And for those of you who are uh, unfamiliar with Bruno standing up, he is one of the tallest friends I have. How tall are you, Bruno? 6'4". To a to, to, to a fun size five seven, you know, white dude, that's fucking tall. So like, you know, I would probably be big on that fifty cc scooter. So you on that yeah. scooter, I, I don't even know how that was possible, but you know, you definitely gotta <laughs> Yeah, me too, because then uh I just okay, it was necessary. <laughs> okay, let's go. <laughs> yeah, but, it helped me a lot. Yeah. My story. Yeah. <laughs> But I find it incredibly inspiring. And that's what I really wanted the focus of this channel is to get people outside of their comfort zone. How could they make a Bruno Olivier decision like that? How can they do something very similar to, you know what? Today, I have had my breaking point at my job. I'm sick and tired of working at this shithole. And it's time for me to start making different decisions and going in different directions. And whatever that crazy dream is, whatever that idea that you have, whatever that, oh, my God, I can't see this possibly happening, even though if a genie came down today, I would ask him to grant me that. It is possible, more yeah, doable than what a lot of people make it seem like. I mean, dude, 500 bucks, come on, like, and you're making it new America. I don't know how many come other on. people I can do it. Right. Yeah. I've, I've met throughout my travels who've made similar decisions and, you know, they've had a lot of success doing it. And, you know, my situation was very similar. I was working, I was in a lifestyle when I was 19 where I just wasn't happy. I was at college. I was at a good school, you know, I was partying my ass off and, you know, I was, I was uh -huh. doing well. At, I was, I was doing well in the social aspect of college and my grades sucked, but you know, <laughs> I, was, I was having fun <laughs> and for some reason it just wasn't giving me what I wanted. It wasn't giving me the fulfillment that I was ultimately seeking. 
So when I went on that one month study abroad trip, two weeks to Fiji, two weeks to New Zealand, I met that Brazilian guy over in New Zealand where we're getting fucked up over at our hostel bar. He looks at me and he's like, bro, you should, you should move to Australia one day. And I'm uh -huh. like, where the, where the fuck is Australia? And he's like, all right, well, that's pathetic because it's right next door. You're a New Zealand dumbass. So, <laughs> so I, I, I literally drop out of college. I'm two years into a $100,000 degree, right? Uh -huh. And telling parents like, hey, thank you so much for helping me go to college, but I'm just going to go and quit for a year and go fuck around <laughs> in Australia. It's not the that's, easiest that's conversation to have, but, you know, my family, my friends, my colleagues, my uncles, a lot of them looked at me and was like, what are you doing? That's not a smart choice. That's not the normal decision many people take. And dude, to this day, it was the single greatest choice I've ever made in my life. Dropping out, going to Australia. If I didn't have made that choice, I would have never finished my degree. I put myself through a master's degree. I would have traveled to 60 countries. And who knows what 19, 20 year old Nick would have ended up in. And to hear your story, I just think it's really going to convey to a lot of people in Brazil who are in a situation similar to 24 year old Bruno. And, yeah. and I think it's amazing that you went ahead and made that decision. I thought it was incredibly ballsy. I thought it Thank took you. a lot of fucking tenacity to do that. And you know, I think that decision has been a strong return on your time and investment too. I mean, now that we've gone through a little bit of your past, what's going on in Bruno Oliveira's life today? Yeah, like this one part that I that I told you before is about to get in America. Like, was tough, was very hard, was hard to get the decision to come here, but always was something that. You know, what I have in my hands, let me see my hands, what I have. I have nothing. So it's okay. I'm going to try, you know. So for the people that they're like in doubt, uh, should I do, should I not do, you know. No, just do it. Just go for it, you know. Uh, it's going to be fine. The worst scenario, I think you already are in the worst scenario. If you're it's in Brazil right. right now. It's the worst scenario. So, nah, I'm not going to stay here. So I'll just, just go. But for me right now, I can tell you that I made the, like, the better decision in my life, you know. I have no words to say, uh, like, how, how much I like this, like, this place. I like this country. I love my, my country. I love Brazil. I love my people. But trust me. Uh, it's not it's not easy to live in in America. It's not it's not easy at all. You know, uh, you have to work hard. Yep. Even oh. if you're in a good situation, you know, yep. I'm in a better situation right now because I worked very hard before to put me here. I can tell you, like I'm uh, I'm doing good with my with my my work. You know, I'm I'm doing a lot of stuff and. Everything is going is going to to be better, but from the place that I was, I'm I'm much better, you know. But just because I work very hard for that, you know, uh, it's not easy. You have to work more. Maybe you're gonna work more than in Brazil, you know. Uh, 
but you can see you can see your dreams like very close to your hands you know you can extend your arm and you almost you can see you can feel almost there you know this is the the feeling to live here you know uh like for somebody just just came from the hood in brazil and to have the life i'm having right now i'm living uh living in a good place like i have security i can walk in the street like with my phone in my hands and nothing's gonna happen in brazil i can't do that i can't do that maybe i'm gonna get shot you know so no so yeah and like you can have your things you can have your life you know if you work you can do everything you want you can travel you know uh it's more like the the life the life here is like it's fair you know i can see i i can see and i can feel is is fair you work you have if you don't work you don't have but (laughs) for me it's fine because i'm always working so uh right now i have another projects and, and other things that I'm trying to to grow, you, you know that we already talk about a lot of things like business and, and stuff, you know. So I have some things coming up. So yeah, so in my plans, like something about three years, I'm gonna fight, and I ha- I want to be in the place that I don't need to fight, you know. Gotcha. So I'm planning right now. I'm studying. I'm back to studying, so yeah, it's like a lot of a lot of good things coming up. A lot Excellent. of good things coming up. Excellent. I love it, brother. I love it. Well, look, Bruno, we've got a few minutes left before we're gonna wrap this up. And man, yeah. I just wanna first and foremost just go and reverse a little bit and say, dude, you know, your story, your you know, your decision that you made, especially to come to the United States to come and really put yourself in a situation where it's sink or swim, where it's come out here and it's either win or lose and your perseverance, your ability to continue to keep going when shit gets hard. I mean, dude, 500 bucks after a scooter and then you're surviving off a couple hundred. I mean, I've been in Australia with as broke as 14 bucks in my bank account. I've been in Vietnam with like six bucks in my bank account. <laughs> didn't, didn't know what the hell was going to happen next. And uh, the number one cheat code that I tell people is just to keep holding on and just try and really control your thought process to make sure that you're continuously thinking positive and trying to really continuously work out that muscle of taking away those catastrophizing negative thoughts. And, you know, you making the choice that you did to come out here and to watch you continue to flourish, um, to see you doing really well at American Top Team. Um, now, how often are you currently coaching over at American Top Team? When I when I first came over there, you were my striking coach, and uh-huh. we had a lot of we had a lot of chemistry, especially me coming from yeah. John Pars Gym and yeah. Boss Rutten and training with Hoist. Boss Rutten, and Con- yeah. Hoist and Conry Gracie and coming out and training with you guys, I had a blast. I had a really good time. 
And I met some really cool guys over at the gym, and I can tell that you've got some killers coming up. Tell us a little bit more about your coaching before we wrap this up. Tell any of my audience, especially if they're in Florida, where they might be able to come and train nice. with you, how they how they could have an opportunity to maybe spend some time with you. I've learned a lot from training with you and would really hope that some of my friends could have another opportunity to do that as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm coaching American Top Team like Monday to Saturday. Uh, like we have a schedule that like sometimes I'm in the morning, some days in the morning, but every day at night. So, uh, coaching boxing, Muay Thai, and I have a fitness class we will win. And the kids class is very important to say that kids class, we, uh, they, they are our future. So it's very good to, to teach them, you know, because, you can build like a good person over there, you know, good discipline, good respect, character. everything. So yeah, I'm, I'm over there like every day. Yeah. If your people, everybody that is watching, just come to American top team for a lot of that. I'm going to be there and I'm going to help you out. I'm going to get you in shape, you know? And if you don't want to, to train in American top team, I'm in Florida. I'm a personal trainer too. So I have some clients, you know, I'm driving all over the place, you know, training people, martial arts or lifting weights, uh, whatever wants to train. Trust me, <laughs> I know what I'm doing. <laughs> all right. So yeah, Nick, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much for the opportunity to talk. Uh, it's not every time you have opportunity to, to tell your story, you know? Yeah. Because everybody has a, a story, but like don't have a chance to, to tell the people, you know. So thank you so much. I, I hope this podcast just grow, just explode, you know. And and maybe in a, in a few years, we're going to just watch that. Look at the first episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that's amazing. You're an amazing guy. Like I'm waiting for you to come back to so we can train again, you know, and maybe we, we have to plan on some trip, you know, and it's going to be great. So I can't wait. So you come back. Let's let's plan something like that. <laughs> let's see if I survive South America. Oh, my God. Ah, you're going to survive. You're going to survive. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'll, I'll be out there for three months. I'm going to be training in Brazil for a month um, and I'm going to be out in Argentina I'm gonna have uh -huh. update. I'm updating my will before I go out there, dude. I'm gonna send it. It's gonna be fun, and then uh, I'll be in Antarctica. Sure. Oh yeah, dude. I'll be in Antarctica for a little while, um, and then I'll be traveling all across South America, and then hopefully heading back to Australia. Or I'm gonna be up in Canada, depending on this whole variant and like you know the whole visa situation. Uh -huh. I'm kind of getting nervous about that, but uh, but look, brother, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap this up. So the very last question I wanted to ask you is what does Bruno Oliviera want to be remembered by? True warrior. True warrior. True warrior. Yeah, I have idea right now. You just gave me idea that I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to make a shirt, and the shirt is going to say, breathe, but no step back. Breathe. But no step back. Just go forward. I no step back. Never. I love it, brother. I love it. I love it. Well, Bruno, 
Once again, on behalf of the Believe Podcast Network and the Get Lost with Nick Hefke podcast, we all want to thank you very much for your time today. Your story you. was absolutely amazing and captivating. And once again, we can't wait. We hope to have you on again. And uh, again, I can't wait to see you again, brother. Thank you. Thank you for everything. And I hope to see you soon. All right. All right, brother. You too. Thank you so much. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Get Lost with Nick Hefke. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with all your friends and make sure to tune back next week where we have another epic episode for you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.